politics Some culture and craft beer Politics And that is why you're here Politics Adam's up Welcome to Potoms Up. Fred and Blotto discuss the politics of today, the culture of our lives, and the beer of our state. Potoms Up, episode 79, coming at you. Hello, everybody out there. How's it going? It's getting close. What, five days till election? And we're still here. We're still taking the swings. We're still doing the swipes. We're, yeah, we're still here. Barely, but we're here. How are you guys doing tonight? I'm good. I'm hanging in there. It's a cold, windy night up here where I am, but surviving. Covidy, yeah. I hear. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, it is. Hmm. Lotto? I'm doing uh, well also. Uh, I think it's nice. I, I I got no complaints on the weather. You know, I, mean, I look around the country and it's a lot worse in other places. True, we're not on fire. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Six days from now. You realize with the global warming and that where we, where we live... That's just sending our uh, property values through the roof. Yeah, maybe that's why the housing market's been so hot. I think so. Got states are on fire, water levels rising, and here we are with the Great Lakes, and it's not so bad. Not so bad. Not so bad. That's why I burn styrofoam cups nightly. Take that, Mother Nature. A whole fire pit full of them. <laughs> yeah, that's why I bought uh, closer to the lake so that, you know, when some of the ice caps melt, I'll just have beachfront property. Yeah, you're really not that far off. Yeah. Couple, I think it'll be perfect. My neighbor's people. house will be underwater, but I'll have beach access right off my back porch. Uh, now, but, you know, you're going to take in your neighbor, right? At least for a little while. I'm not no sanctuary city. <laughs> uh, okay, you'll let him stay on the roof until he's rescued. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I mean, I'll be drinking margaritas, but whatever. Where are we at? What episode do we got here? What is this number? 79. And that was a very, very, very special year. This year I graduated high school. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Amazing. And what was happening in the music scene? What was Amazing. your class song? Um, I think it was Don't Look Back by Boston, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Because we didn't want to look back, not from the school we came from. Um, certainly, I, I, I get that. Yep. <laughs> you can relate. I went to that school, yes. Yeah, yeah. Carl Brablick High School at the corner of Common and Normal. <laughs> I, I, I never thought about it in that regard until you said it just like that. 
I actually believe I said that on the podcast in the early days, but I it's worth reiterating. <laughs> it was our destiny was was not too good. Uh, we ended up doing this, so there you go. Yeah, and 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 obviously Roseville is very famous for its creative street names. Oh yes, oh yeah, <laughs> common and normal. <laughs> you know, it's funny that That's they didn't like make shirts and sell them, you know, to raise money for sports and all that kind of thing for the school. Because they were always crying for money, so that would have been a good way. Yeah, from the co- from the corner of common and normal. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. Music. You have other things to talk about in 1979, I'm sure. Yeah, actually, and, and one of them turns out is sort of a follow-up. You remember uh, la- last episode we had talked about Sid and Nancy, and we weren't sure what happened to Sid? Well, in 1979, he was found dead overdosed on the first day after he was released from Rikers Island prison. So he must not have gotten murder, but he must have gone to jail for something to do with her murder, or mm. her death, not her murder. So, yeah, yeah, he he died of an OD the day after he gets out of prison. So I, that's kind of like a follow-up because we weren't sure what had actually happened. So kind of interesting. Um, and? Oh, okay. I thought you were going to make a comment. Um, Clapton, Eric Clapton, Mary's Patty Boyd, who was George Harrison's ex-wife, and wasn't she the uh, subject matter for Layla? Uh, so says the folklore. So says the folklore. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Hey, sidebar, speaking of folklore along uh, songs that were written uh, for women, I, I they dug up an uh, a Bob Dylan interview from uh, I'd have to look at what year it was, but anyway, it's been it was sitting in this guy's estate, and it it it, it never made it out of his own personal notes. And in that interview, Bob Dylan says that he wrote "Lay Lady Lay" for Barbra Streisand. Really? Mm-hmm. But that is the way it is worded, and so they're not sure he wrote it for her to sing. Or it was about her. Hmm. And uh, Babs has weighed in on this already. And she said that he once did invite her to sing a duet. And uh, she had to turn him down. And maybe that was the song that he wanted her to sing. Uh, But he did send her flowers when he asked her. He wrote her a letter and sent her flowers. And uh, and now she's saying, hey, if you want to do a duet, let's get together. Why don't they just ask him? Uh, he doesn't give that kind of information. <laughs> Come on, spill the beans, Bob. You're getting pretty old. He'll, you know? he'll say he just made all that up. <laughs> if 
You're getting closer to that dirt nap every day. Spill it. Let's go. <laughs> wow. It's going to be a harsh episode. <laughs> uh, the Sony Walkman went for sale in July 1st of that year. High-tech stuff. And then the final little note I dug up I thought was interesting and relates to us. Pink Floyd releases The Wall on November 30th. Huge album. I was really wondering if you were actually going to mention that or not. Yes, I did. Look, look, look at Nobs doing the the, the, the pre-fact check on, <laughs> on this. It's not the first time you've done it either. Yeah, Fred has missed quite a few album releases, so... Well, yeah, like yeah we're not gonna we're not gonna you know list them all. Well, no, but he's missed some big ones. Well, sometimes I I feel Elvis dying on the toilet is more important than Abba's record release. You know, <laughs> it's just uh, how well, it goes sometimes. Uh, you've missed a few Queen releases though. <clears throat> I, I I kind of still envision these tidbits about m- music. Uh, and the episode is not necessarily always being about the year. What? So, so for instance, you know, is is uh, um, you know, is the is is the number seventy nine referenced in any you know famous or you know not so famous lyrics? I see. So you don't want just trivia about the year. You're looking for the number in music. It doesn't have to be. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm just saying we we, we kind of limit it to what happened in that year and that year relating to our number episode. But I I, I think it, it, it our our idea of of how the number relates to music can can be broader than you know famous concerts or or album releases. Well, when we first started kind of doing this, that was my intention, trying to find something more directly related to that number, but it's just not out there. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. Fred, I, I think you're doing a swell job. Oh, yeah. No, I do, too. I do, too. I, I was just, you know, pontificating on on it could be it could be more. Yeah. But maybe not. But. But, but but no 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 but to but to Fred's point maybe not right you know? seventy nine top of my head I can't think of anything yeah right <laughs> um all right beer so onward to the beer then right yeah and we'll throw it to knobs yeah I've had this one for I don't know how long but it's been sitting in my fridge. And this is a tapestry brewing reactor. Uh, it's American India Pale Ale. Uh, I great... had to look it up. I don't think it's on the can, but it is seven percent. And I just really like the label. Label. Uh, it's great. a yeah. This green background with a nuclear reactor cooling towers on it. The you know steam coming off the towers. It actually hops, and it's got hydrogen atoms kind of floating around uh very very cool label to me um it is it is uh and when i see this um 
I guess it, the the labels telling you that uh, this is going to be quite hoppy, right? I mean, that's isn't that basically? I think what it's it, only thirty five IBUs from what well, I found. Okay, so well, they don't print the IBUs or the ABV on this, right? I had to look it up. Um, only thirty five, huh? That's what it says, huh? But it's not directly from the source, just on like beer advocate or whatever. But 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 again, as we have learned, bitter units don't necessarily tra- translate into hoppy. Yeah, I don't trust uh, IBUs or the polls. <laughs> Definitely trust don't trust the polls. I trust the polls. Um, okay, well, uh, I, I, I've got a confession to make on this beer. You've already had it. Uh, I've already worn it. <laughs> okay. Um, when uh, I, I got home with my four pack, I was taking them out of those stupid plastic rings. Yep. That all these craft beer makers put them in. And somehow, I have no idea how. When I snapped it out of the plastic ring, it opened the top. <laughs> like it, 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 it pressed in on the tab. It didn't open the, you know, the seal of the can. It just pressed in the tab, and just enough to where it was then like, you know, spraying out shotgun style. Oh my god! <laughs> um, <clears throat> and uh, and then proceeded to drip all over the place as I was trying to. So I didn't try it. I did want to be true to uh, to bottoms up here, but I do know that it has a very lovely color. <laughs> it's a beautiful color, isn't it? Uh, yes. Uh, <clears throat> as it, it, and unfortunately, I poured it down the drain. <laughs> you know, I I probably could have. It probably wouldn't have been too flat. I, you know, it was, a, it was a couple hours ago. I probably could have put it in the refrigerator and uh, maybe it would have been all right. And maybe. Maybe. But it wouldn't be the true experience. Yeah, yeah. And and, and it is nicely carbonated. I, I, I got a nice uh, froth on it. Yep. And the froth is a beautiful sort of, you know, cream color. Yep. It's a very thick one. I had to kind of pour a little bit slow at the very end there so I didn't overflow the glass. Yeah. So, what do you think of it, uh, Fred? You've been silent for a few minutes here. I've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> so you like it then? I like the color for sure. I didn't get that much of a head on it, but uh, only about I don't know quarter inch tops. Um, it's an IPA. It's, it's not too bitter. It's actually kind of mellow. Uh, pretty tasty. I wish it was a little more fruity tasting like uh grapefruity tasting but it isn't <laughs> that's because it's that lower ibu yeah but uh no it's not too bad i like it i've got a i've, I've got a hold out judgment uh i think it's it certainly tastes hoppier to me than a than a 35 um uh I'm tempted to look it up, actually. <laughs> um, uh, 
but <clears throat> um, and and so therefore it, it is kind of a little on the bitter side to me. I'm I'm kind of feeling it in the back of the glands, but I don't know. It, it's refer- it's got a good it's got a very good start. You know, I, I didn't take just one sip. I had I had about three or four good guzzles, and they were very enjoyable. It's all about the aftertaste. Uh, I like it overall. I think it kicks a little bit in the beginning, though, but then mellows out nicely. Hmm. Um, good flavor. I like it overall. Uh, it might actually be 78 IBUs. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on where you look, it changes It changes both um, its alcohol content and its IBUs across different websites. So who knows what you're really getting. It could be a 5%. It, it is not a 35 yeah, it, no, it, I don't, I don't 78 is much more likely. Yeah, um, yeah uh, it's, it's funny because we we are kind of, um, you know, so, somewhat opposite on that, Nobs. Um, <clears throat> um, maybe because I'm, I'm, when I'm drinking, I'm just drinking it so fast. I'm, it's, it's just going, you know, right over the taste buds. Hmm. Um, uh, but you I would agree that it has a nice smooth finish, it. though, right? But I'm going to have to see how it finishes. For me, not just per sip, but I mean the cup, you know. You would agree that it has a smooth, mellow finish, though. It's got a nice mouthfeel. Okay. Smooth Objection, leading the witness. <laughs> no, because it's a nice, thick beer. It's, it's not thin at all. No, it really isn't. No. <clears throat> and and so, you know, it, it's got a lot of flavor. I, I could understand why a lot of people would like this beer. I think I'm one of them. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not a full on 100% love it, but it's going to be in the for me category. Um, was there anything on the can of note, or did we already go over that? Um, yeah, it says our West Coast IPA was designed to meet you at the nose with a strong yet balanced blend of American hops and malt. Mm. Hop heads rejoice. Yeah. Seventy-eight. Yep. Yeah, seventy-eight. You, you know, it really does have a lovely bouquet. That's the Centennial Cascade and Chinook hops that are in it. Do you guys got an expiration date on yours? I do. Uh, well, I see uh, twenty-seven September. Mine says January of nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> that might be when I was actually brewed, though. Yeah, I don't think that's the expiration date. Oh, all right. <laughs> Which is still, geez, that's a long time ago. Is yours is it, Fred? Is yours stamped right underneath the reactors? No, it's 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 underneath um, tapestry going sideways up the can. Yep. Oh, well, maybe yeah. that is production date. That would make more sense. If we have different dates, that is. Yeah. Um, there, there's it's so pure many IPA. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to pick up notes of anything else, and I, I don't, you know, it's it, it's not too grapefruity at all. I'm trying to think what else maybe I'm, I'm detecting in there, you know, not not much. There's a little bit of sweetness. Maybe that, that's that uh, thicker mouthfeel. So I far, guess. so good. Mm-hmm. 
Eminem has a song with the lyric, uh, since I drove a 79 Lincoln. <laughs> You're still going after that, eh? <laughs> I don't know. I just, uh, you know, with white wall tires, had a fire in my heart. 79. That was a horrible year for Lincolns. <laughs> they were big floaty boats. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> uh, I almost got killed in one. That's why I'm saying that. Oh, at the time, I was working for a um, financial... A 79 Lincoln? Yeah. I, w I was working for a... Uh, Wait, I got my ears screwed up. Take it back. Edit that out. <laughs> I did almost get killed in a Lincoln, but it wasn't a 79, so I'll stop the story there. <laughs> All right. All right. <clears throat> uh, okay, uh, where are we, uh, we going to begin uh, this week? Um, There's nothing happening this week of any importance uh, that I'm aware of. Okay, Pop-Tart Pop -Tart and I are at odds here. I kind of feel like this year, and maybe it's because the anticipation of the election, which is finally going to happen in less than a week, has been moving at a snail's pace. I, I don't feel like 2020 has gone by as fast as other years. And she feels like it's gone by faster. And... I normally think every year goes by fast, but I can't say that about 2020. No, 2020 feels like it's four or five years long. Because I've, I've never wanted a year to move along as fast before, right? Do you guys oh, remember wow. Tiger King? <laughs> Doesn't that feel like two years ago? That was 79. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. The Iowa caucus, that feels like forever ago. Impeachment? Yeah, impeachment, right, yeah. I, I don't know. Fred, weigh in? I'm right there with you guys. I, I guess it's just been such an overload of things that it couldn't go by fast. You know what I mean? It's just one thing after another. It's just no leisure time in there to just whiz by, you know, it's a yeah. Yep. So, but so you know what what brought me to that was the idea of that. Yeah. F finally, and this you know, it could be our last podcast of, uh, I don't know, Fred, the last podcast of the reason that we started Potoms Up. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I, I, you know. Um, <clears throat> And, uh, uh, you know, just it, it almost seems hard to believe that it's, you know, we're actually going to make it that far, that that, that Armageddon hasn't happened. <laughs> well, he's not out of, out of office until January. Uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't specify what year, but January. Yeah, no, that, that's, uh, that, that's true. Um, uh, but... Leading up into this week, uh, it, it's been crazy, like like never before. And and again, if if, if you just narrow this down into this is the the America that Trump has become, or that America has become because of Trump, 
uh, you know, that, that should be enough to say there's something wrong, right? We, 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 we haven't had um, so much consternation going into the voting cycle with any other previous election as far as, you know, in my lifetime. And, 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 you know, this whole, just, just the whole voting process has been under attack and challenged and uh, questioned, questioned on both sides and uh, uh, accusations and, uh, you know, everyone's trying, when I say everyone, uh, a big section of the news is trying to uh, you know, tell everybody not to panic on election day if we don't know the results. And, you know, there's there's a part of me that says, well, how did we get here? Like, why why is this happening? And it's always the same reason, right? It's 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 dumbass. It's the dumbass. Yep. You know, and, and it's amazing. All those things you're describing are going on about something that hasn't happened yet. It's it's something that's less than a week away, but all this stuff, all these, you know, illegal things, all this cheating, all this, all that, you know, it's all been made up. It's fairy tales. It's conspiracy theories. It's lies. But it gets traction, right? I mean, it, it and and, and it, it also has created because. I don't think, how about this, for example? I don't think there would be this much attempt at voter suppression had it not be because of dumbass. Well, there's always is some, but never to this degree. Yeah, what I'm saying is, is his rhetoric has created more attempts by even call it traditional Republicans to to try and hold down voting. You know that 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 he's been, uh, you know, the, the loudest voice on this, and so then all these other Republicans, okay, use the term loosely, right? Trumpsters, whatever. Then they're all lining up in state houses and. Uh, you know, Secretary of State and uh, uh, House of Representatives and Senators, they're all, they, they have to join in on that course because that's what they have to do with even the hope of surviving, right? So then they jump in on that course and then that sort of, you know, snowballs down into, well, then we need action, right? We're going to take polling places out of, uh, you know, densely populated areas. And we're going to challenge, you know, new rules or laws about when votes can be counted. And I mean, part of me, you know, you got to take your hat off to, uh, you know, dumbass having the power to do that. He makes it seem like it's a big deal. And instead of, you know, the rest of his party saying, um, well, yeah, you kind of have a point, but, you know, we, we still want people to vote. They're like, no, no, we got to do something about this. 
what's really telling to me is the fact that all this is happening with just weeks or even days ahead of the election. It isn't like this will happen two years prior to the election where it's like, okay, we need to revise some of these laws. This is now, hey, they're seeing the poll numbers. There's a good chance that they're going to lose the White House, lose the Senate. So it's like a mad dash to do voter suppression. Yeah. Now, if you're making the point that this might happen without Trump, and certainly Republican attempts at voter suppression have happened in previous years. I'm just mm-hmm. saying it's, it's just, you know, more, um, uh, it, you know, it, it, it's got a brighter spotlight shining on it this year than it has uh, in 2016 and certainly before 2016, you know. Mm-hmm. I think maybe when the black man got elected, that's when 2016, they were like, we got to, we're not stopping enough black people from voting. (laughs) True. (laughs) Very very Mm -hmm. true. It sounds bad. sounds like, well, what country would ever even act or say something like that? I mean, I wish it was more tongue in cheek, but it's not. Shithole country would. Yeah, exactly right. But, um, uh, but your, your, your point is, is, is also well taken that it's, it's, but it's, it's all tied in together because the reason that they could be in such a world of hurt, and we hope that they are, is again, because of dumbass. So, <laughs> well, yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, right, so it, it, it's such the a, the last few years they had you know, really good numbers and approval ratings and all of a sudden it plummets and drops. So now they're scrambling to do whatever they can to still win this thing. Well, they, 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 they never had good approval ratings. Ne- never. No, what, what, but it's, it's, it's such an interesting dynamic. Right. And, and, and it, it's, it's kind of like this, their, their own little death spiral. Right. Because, you know, it, Trump makes people hate them. But then they're going to listen to what he says. And then he's saying that, you know, all this voter fraud is happening. And so then they have to act irrational in ways to prevent people from voting. And then people are going to hate them more. Like, it, <laughs> Well, I've said this before, but a wounded animal who is cornered will do whatever it can to try to survive. It will fight as dirty as possible. And this is what we're seeing. Yeah, yeah, um, and un, un, well, in some ways they're getting the courts to back them up; in other ways, they're not. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know the, the and you know the Supreme Court has uh, weighed in on three states, uh, all critical states: Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, North Carolina. Um, uh, the Michigan Supreme Court, I think, ruled against extension. Don't know. I, yeah, I didn't see that one. Uh, I, I want to say there was a push to count ballots out uh, after November 3rd. But um, it, it's interesting, these Supreme Court rulings, and I, I haven't really gotten to the weeds of each one of them, but they've been different. And the Supreme Court has ruled that, uh, you know, having extended vote counting is permissible in North Carolina and Pennsylvania, but not in Wisconsin. And isn't it funny 
the Wisconsin one, for the primaries, they were granted extension on voting, vote counting, but now they've told them no. (laughs) Um, That's just weird to me that they would go along with it back in the primary season, but now the general election's here, and nope, sorry. Yeah, um, is that the one where uh, Kavanaugh wrote in the majority? Do not recall. I, I think that is. And his his writings on that are absolutely terrifying. And um, uh, Sonia Sotomayor just, just eviscerated him in her dissent. His logic was so flawed. Um, you know, the, the more I read of his writings, uh, you know, I, I will usually give the benefit of the doubt that on some level these are fairly bright individuals. I'm starting to think he's an idiot. I think Squee would back you up on that. <laughs> Bottoms up. Mm. Um, he wrote that to have the election not be decided on the third and be decided um, uh, or what the way he wrote it is that if the decision was flipped after more votes were counted after November 3rd, that would send the country into chaos. And Sotomayor said, how can it be flipped when you haven't made the decision? Exactly. I mean, I haven't totaled up the votes. How, how can it be flipped? What was flipped? flipped? What's flipped? Something that's in flux. Exactly. I mean, and so when I, when I, when I read his, and then I read her rebuttal on this, I'm thinking to myself, you know, okay, I might say something like that. Okay. Not thinking it through all the way, right? That it's it's maybe, you know, Trump was winning on November 3rd, but the absentee and the provisional and the mail-in ballots hadn't been counted yet. And so therefore it looks like a flip. But somebody who is at that level, they they can't make that mistake. That just tells me that, that that's, you know, idiotic to say such a thing. To me, that that just sounds like he's grasping for anything. You know what I mean? It, that that's what that sounds like to me. That's a that's a grasping for straws things to say. Yeah, yeah. I, well, you know, we've talked about it many times. Is it a matter of they know better, and it's all politics, or are they that stupid? I, I'm going with that stupid on this one. Because I really, I, I think he really believes that, you know, who's ever in the lead at 12 midnight is supposed to be the winner. Hasn't, it's obvious when he says something like that, he hasn't gone back and studied elections in the past and, and what is normal for an election. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, a lot of times these things are d- decided the night of, and it's just, it's numbers. 
It's math. Yep. They know how many people are registered to vote in a state. They can tell how many people have voted. And if you took the difference between the two and it's, it doesn't change what you've already seen, then you know the state's going to go one way Correct. or the other. Correct. It's you, just, it's numbers, it's logic. And, and you can even kind of, you, you know, go a step beyond that and say, you know, this party would have to own 85% of those votes. Yeah, that's my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the 100% calls it pretty easily. But even if it gets to a point where you had maybe still enough outstanding votes to make up the difference, uh, you, you know, you know, pure logic and history and data and statistics tell you that not 100% of those votes are going to go for that one candidate. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah, and you're, you're right. He, he you know... It's 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 wanton ignorance. How about that? I like that. Yep. You know, I wasn't too impressed with that clown during. No, this. I wasn't either. He, I, I, he, yeah. he 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 just was a weak candidate, and then when he cried, <laughs> Kamala made him cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, I mean, there are some states uh, that don't get their votes uh, accounted for seven to 10 days afterwards. California has Correct. 17 days. Mm-hmm. That's state law. They yeah. they have 17 days to count legitimate ballots, you know, that make it in by the deadline. I don't know if it's a postmark or whatever, but they get 17 days to count up. What's wrong with that? Nothing. They, they want to make sure that they're getting it right. Um, well, and, and that's, you know, the the, um, the argument that, you know, I, I've, I've thrown at a number of Trumpsters on this topic. And, you know, there's no comeback from them on 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 this uh, on this point. And, and that is. Trump doesn't want all the legal votes counted. Well, and, Jack, you know, if if we're getting into what's a legal vote or not, that's that's that. But the bottom line is, to me, a legal vote is a vote that has been uh, cast prior to the election. You know, now you get into, you know, what window or whatever, but. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's really, they just don't want all the votes counted. You know what I don't get is since when do the candidates that are being voted on get a say in how the votes are counted up? Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Yeah, true. And, well, to, to that point, I, I <laughs> and I do like that point, the shut the fuck up point. Um, you know, this goes back to something that we've been, you know, you know, sort of shouting out from, you know, the one shot studios now for a while. So much of this goes back to bad legislation. 
you know, when, when you, and, you know, this is to me like a great um, example or case study uh, and a question really um, for, um, you, you know, legal academics, right? And particularly in court academics. What? Barbara McQuaid. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and that is, um, if the if the state or the federal laws are bad, but they're there, and they're harmful to the people, and the Supreme Court is asked to weigh in on them, but the Supreme Court says we don't find any standing, or they're we can't rule against what the state law has done, even if it would be better for the people. You know, you know, conservative, air quotes, or progressive, right? Even if it was better for either one of those, we can't step in. And some of these voting decisions, that's kind of how they're coming down. Right? That, that's, why, that's why the Supreme Court isn't going to weigh in on California's 17 days. Because they have it, you know, sort of locked down in, 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 their, own, in their own laws and, and constitution. But in these other states where the challenges are being made because, you know, there hasn't been forethought in the legislation. And when you read the uh, dissent um, from the liberal judges uh, as to, you know, why it was struck down in Wisconsin or other, other, uh, um, other states, they're not, they're, they're not making the case that by law, the other justices were wrong. They're making the case that people should be able to vote and their vote should be counted. And maybe that's not, you know, maybe that's not right either. Because, you know, that's when you do have, um, you know, courts making arbitrary decisions. And and, and uh, uh, Neil Gorsuch, you know, wrote that basically, you know, he, he's like, they wanted in Wisconsin to extend it by six days. Well, that's as arbitrary. Why not make it three, seven, 10, 14 days? And, and, and I agree with Neil Gorsuch in, in, in that situation. Yeah. But I go back to my, my original question out of this little rant, and that is, but if the laws are bad... <laughs> Do we need the Supreme Court to set them? Well, are those the should Gorsuch and Kagan and and Roberts should should they be the ones to say, okay, yeah, maybe six isn't right, but eight is right. So now we're going to rule it, and it's going to be eight, and we're going to set the law for the land for Wisconsin. You know, you talk about bad law. I was trying to think about when I was looking at the Michigan situation and maybe this is this is applicable with bad law all i can remember reading as far as like ballots go is they had to be received by the clerks or whatever by 8 p.m on november 3rd and there was no verbiage that i read or saw that said anything to do when the counting would be done. It gives you the impression that as long as your vote is in the hands 
of the Michigan clerks or secretary of state or whoever has to have it by 8 p.m. on November 3rd, your vote is going to count and it doesn't matter how long it takes. I think in cases like that, they just never imagine the shit storm somebody like a dumbass could create. And I think that's a lot of problems with a lot of institutions and things in this country. Our founding fathers could never have imagined what an asshole we could end up having in the White House. And um, right, right. And, 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 and so are we leaning on the courts too much to fix it? Right yeah. now we are, right? Right right now. And uh, I do want to make uh, a correction. It uh, wasn't Sonia who wrote the dissenting vote. It was Kate, uh, the, the dissenting opinion. It was uh, Kagan. And, and here's my, my point. Um, here's one of the things that she wrote. This is not the quote about uh, calling Kavanaugh just a dipshit, but um, here, the facts as found by the district court are clear. Tens of thousands of Wisconsinites through no fault of their own may receive their mail ballots too late to return them by election day. Without the district court's order, they must opt between braving the polls with all the risk that that entails and losing their right to vote. So she's speaking for behalf, on behalf of the people, but not the law. Hmm. You know what I mean? She, 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 she's not writing in here, uh, you know, the intent, of the, the intent of the Wisconsin laws were that every vote would be counted uh, regardless of the mail delivery system. You know, she, she's basically writing, it's not fair to people. And, and uh, you, you know, may, maybe we don't have a problem with that as progressives <laughs> because, we, we, you know, it, it's kind of like watching the game, right? When, when, when the refs blow a call, you know, sometimes, you know, oh, you know, maybe we shouldn't do a replay on this, but we're going to because they want to get it right. And that's when when courts rule in favors of making things right. Sometimes that oversteps or goes outside the guidelines that they were given, which is to uh, uh, make sure state you know things are happening within the laws that are before them on the books. I, I, I would like to have a conversation with Babs about that. <clears throat> I bet you'd learn a little bit there. And, and not the lay lady lay babs. <laughs> <laughs> Just to go back around to that. If we must. Mm. Hey, anytime, you know, we can do another tie-in with Bob Dylan. Works for me. Uh, well, I think you do it plenty. Uh, not even close. I didn't, I didn't Google Bob Dylan lyrics with 79 in it. I'm sure there's at least one. Uh, probably. Okay. So, um, uh, how, how are you feeling about the election, Fred? What, 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 what's the latest pulse of, of Fred say? Well, 
I, are you willing to make a prediction? I think Biden wins, but will he take office? I'm not so sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's ominous. O- only because of all the the court challenges and nonsense that are going to go. If he if he doesn't bury him. I'm not so sure he's going to take office, but I believe he wins. I I definitely believe he wins, but to me, it's two different things. If he takes office is a whole nother story. Um, Okay. I think, I think he wins. I I think he takes office. I I, I do. I, um, you, you know, my, my brother keeps telling me that, uh, you know, Trump's not going to go. He's, he, he's not going to leave. And I, that's one thing in America that I cannot imagine. I, I mean, you know, these last four years, there's been a lot of things that have been hard to imagine, but have been the reality. Right. And uh, uh, I, I cannot imagine uh, an America where the losing president doesn't leave. Well, what's it going to take to get him to leave? The the U.S. senators, the Republican senators, to come and talk him down and get him out? No, no. I I think that. Um. Well, okay. I guess I, I it it won't be him that makes the decision to stay. How about how about that? If if the. If the reality of the situation is that he's lost the election, then I think he leaves. But if, what it, determines the loss of the election is my point is enough votes that say that he has lost. Enough votes have been counted that say he's lost. Yeah, but what if this all ends up in the courts? They're going to challenge any state that isn't a landslide. They're going to challenge if he if he loses. I don't think so. You don't? No. Oh. Cockeyed optimist. I, I think what the, the what they might challenge, okay, and this is not him, and this is not the votes being counted. I think they might challenge st- states to stop counting and or throw out votes, uncounted votes. But but I but I don't think that. Um, if the if the counted votes show that he ha, is has lost, I, I I don't think that he sticks around. What's his alternative? Why I, why wouldn't I, I can't imagine I can't imagine an America that has a uh you know a, a president that refuses to leave office. I think he'll I guess lock himself lock himself in a bathroom in the White House and just start tweeting, and they have to knock the door down. I think we build another White House. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could use a refresh. <laughs> that building's getting a little tired. Yeah, <laughs> I like. I that. know of a place for sale in Sterling Heights. <laughs> uh, no, I just you know that that's I, I think is more likely where if. If, if Michigan and Pennsylvania and Wisconsin and whoever else are close and they're in Trump's favor while they're close, 
and lots of ballots haven't been counted yet, then I think you might see the court step in and him filing a petition to have the uh, um, the, the counting stopped. Um, you know, and, and, and I don't even know if he's the guy that would say that, right? It's other minions that do that, right? I mean, in, 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 in Bush v. Gore, um, I don't really know, like, who, uh, I guess it was, who, who was the plaintiff? Bush? Well, I think it was Gore. Gore must have been the plaintiff because he was the one that ended up losing. Wasn't it Gore? Yeah, but Bush, Bush v. Gore basically wasn't it? Wasn't it? What wasn't it? Gore saying stop the counting because he was up. That's a memory thing, right? You yeah, want me to remember something. But but anyway, I think I, I it, it it depends, and, and hopefully, ho- hopefully, you know, on November third or whatever it might be. November 4th at 6 p.m., you know, Biden's up. Adam's yeah, the request up. was put in by Bush. What's left to count? What? The request was put in by Bush. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was up and they, he wanted them to stop counting. <laughs> I don't get that. Stop counting the votes. Huh? <laughs> but we have more votes. Stop counting the votes. <laughs> Why? Well, I think they were on their second recount, maybe. I mean, because, you know, it was Florida, right? The whole thing was a, just a flipping hanging, mess. Florida. Hanging chads. Yeah, like what was what what counted as a vote and which ballots are we going to throw out and um, yeah, all of that nonsense. But uh, anyway, I, I that's how I see it kind of playing out. You know, but when I say that I think Biden, like you, Fred, is going to win, I that that's not a bet I'm willing to take. I've only bet one person on it. You did? Yeah, a long time ago. Hmm. Hmm. I bet him a C note. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Made it interesting. Um, Vegas does have Biden up, by the way. Yeah, they do, and most of the other odds makers do as well. And 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 he's been up. It's, it's been a long time since uh, Trump was up. He he was up like I don't know three or four months ago or something like that. Yeah, you looked it up on the the podcast live. Yeah, you know what I think is making the difference as far as that goes. And you know, I'm no odds genius or anything. I just think it's the fact that in the polls, f the polls. But the polls that are out there, Biden is consistently in the low 50s. He's not normally into the 40s at all, which is the difference between the way people are reading the tea leaves now and in comparison to when Clinton went against Trump. Yeah. Because neither one of them had more than 50%. So you had all these, you know independence and undecided out there where with Biden, he, he keeps riding that low fifties area in just about every poll. And that makes a big difference. I think in their eyes. 
Well, and they were going over some numbers. Uh, I think it was last night, maybe the night before. Um, and, uh, you know, they were talking about how uh, Clinton Trump, even when Clinton was ahead, these were national numbers, but still within the margin of error. Right. That, that almost made it a statistical tie when you went plus three one way or another. And in some of these polls, national and battleground states, um, uh, even when you factor in, <laughs> even when you factor in uh, margin of error, Biden's still ahead. Yeah. Yeah. You, you give Trump the 3.5 and then you take 3.5 from Biden and he's still up by two. And but all that said, and it's very redundant for us, it's it. That doesn't mean that there's not a path of 270 for Trump. Oh, absolutely. You, you no, know, no, I, I know that for sure. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, for a lot of folks, you know, if everything else stands pat, he really only needs to win two of the three states, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But it'd be so right. sweet if he took Florida. <laughs> and Texas. And Georgia. South Carolina. Carolina. (laughs) I I don't think he's going to take South Carolina, but, um, uh, you know, Lindsey. Yeah. That would be so wonderful to see him. I I just, uh, it really is a pipe dream. And, you know, well, we we can go into La La Land for a minute, but I, I so want to hear the words of these Trumpster politicians when they lose and how quickly they turn on that buffoon and how quickly they look like just absolute idiots for turning on him now. Like, it's just, it's, it's, it, it will be such sweet, sweet music. What if, though, you know who probably won't do that if they were to lose is McConnell. I, well, I, I, don't, I don't think he would turn. McConnell's going to say he did what he, 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 McConnell's going to say he did what he needed to do. Uh And that would pack the courts. Yep. Now, Lindsay, on the other hand, you are right. He will turn so fast. (laughs) Yeah. And, and, and he won't just turn about himself. Um, He'll turn about, you know, kind of like, like the party should have never embraced Trump. He will flip on, he'll, he'll go back to when Trump was running as a candidate. The race baiting bigot? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, they, they, these people have no, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, standard, no. Um, yeah, you know. Ethics, honor. Yeah, integrity. Integrity. Thank you. Spine. <laughs> no, they they just they just don't have any integrity in their own beliefs. Um. Hey, uh, <laughs> Fred, what did you think about um, the list of Trump's accomplishments in his first four years? Well, you couldn't argue with number one for sure. <laughs> His vanquishing of COVID-19. <laughs> it's all done. That was his number one? Yeah, that was his and number one. Defeat. Defeat COVID. Defeated COVID. Yep, that, that's what he said. 
<laughs> and you know, there are people out there that believe that. I, well, if he said it, they believe it. it. There's that. That's all it is. If he says it, they believe it. There's that group of people. Uh, and, and then you had, you know, from this, you know, the spokes, the spocks, or whatever they call them, on the White House on the White House lawn, all trying to figure out ways to defend it. You know, then uh, uh, who, who was it that came out and said, well, it's a goal. Okay, then why is it on your accomplishment list, you dumbass? And number one, <laughs> for that matter. You're saying it was a goal, yet it's not on there by accident. It's not because you can't put it, you can't say that we used the wrong word <laughs> because you have it on the accomplishment list. You, you know what he did accomplish, though? I think it was last night. He almost accomplished killing like seven or eight people in um, in Iowa. No, it was Oklahoma, I think. Was it Oklahoma? Okay. Yeah, it was like zero out and all these people who had been bust in. Yeah. Compliments a la Trump. And like, whoopsie, <laughs> they, they didn't bother lining up buses to get people back to their cars. So they stood out in zero degree weather snowing for three and a half hours. I think like eight people ended up in the in hospital, the hospital. With hypothermia. Yeah. That's a way to treat your fan base. Would, <laughs> would, would they're you still going to vote for him though. Would you just get on the bus not knowing how you were getting back? Or are you assuming that the bus is going to be right there when you got back? Well, they parked in like parking lots and they shuttled them in three to four uh, miles away. Yeah, yeah. They, I I don't know how far away they three, were. Three to but, four miles. Yep. But they, yeah, they shuttled them in because they didn't want you know to deal with the parking and all that kind of thing. And then when it came time to go, <laughs> they were they were short like thirty some buses. Where'd they go? I don't know. Hey, now that's that's making me want to dance. <laughs> sorry, it's not the duck. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> My neighbor. We're, we're busy people. I know. Um, yeah, no, of course, yeah. Maybe out of the eight, he lost one vote. The, the eight people in the hospital. Well, they probably died. <laughs> that's the only way they wouldn't vote for him. Uh, that's that's overreported. You, you think? <laughs> yeah. Speaking uh, of funny stuff. Yeah. Since we're giggling it up a little bit here yeah no, you think, those, those are two funny things yes what did you speaking of funny what did you think of that 60 minutes interview with leslie stahl they're all so funny <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was his last line that's enough <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I, and I think biden's using that as a like a catchphrase in his um stump commercial speech. no or, no his commercial oh okay <clears throat> had enough had enough? Had enough? Or is it Lincoln Project? One of them's using it. I think it's Lincoln Project. Uh, yeah, they'll go lower than Biden will. Speaking of going low, what about Barack? <laughs> uh, I think I'd say uh, Rudy. Oh. <laughs> uh, Rudy went as low as his arm will go. <laughs> his short little arms. That was so gross. 
If you don't know what we're talking about, see the latest Borat movie, and you get to see America's mayor diddle himself. In front of what he thinks is a reporter. Yeah, it's it's so Rudy. Must be and, something he learned in the Ukraine. Um, maybe uh, that that's a proper courting in the in the Ukraine. <laughs> you do the dance of fertility, and then, <laughs> then you grab your junk. Yeah, but but here's what it says, right? I mean, this is the really sad and disgusting part. You think that's the first time he's ever done that? Oh no, I think that that's part of his his. His courting technique. Yeah. I he mean, jumps on the bed, lays on his back, and then starts diddling himself. He looked so weird. It was like, I don't know, like an animated character or something. He's, he's so weird shaped and just, just everything about it was just weird. You got to see it. Watch the movie just for that scene. It's a great movie regardless, though. It'll change your life. I've just seen the scene. Uh, but anyway, what else was funny? Because the uh, knobs uh, chimed in on that one. Oh, we were talking about the sixty minutes interview and him bailing out. And you're going to Obama, though. I think you said. Oh, yeah. oh thanks, just thanks. Oh, Obama is having a blast. You know, you know how they normally say that you know presidents don't normally talk about the people that come after them. The fact that the dumbass has just destroyed anything that we would call a norm yeah. has opened the floodgates for for uh, Barack to just just lay licks on him, just hammer him for a couple hours a day, and he is having so much fun. Well, and I hope he's having fun, but you know, there's a seriousness to it that is beyond the fun, right? I mean, yeah, oh, no, I, 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 I totally I agree. He's fun, dead I, serious. I, yeah, he, yeah. H- has he used his name? Well, that I don't know. Because that's always been sort of like you know something that he hasn't wanted to do, and you can you can you can you can bash him without using his name, right? I mean, you know, using Trump's name. Yeah, I'm pretty sure in at least his Pennsylvania speech, he named him. Okay. Yeah, I, I think mean, he, I think he, he flat out said too. like he was here last night. And he said he didn't want to be here. Oh, oh, right. It was right after that speech. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure he's going 100 percent on the offensive. Yeah, calling him out. And and it's and you know what's funny about it is you you're really not getting much feedback from the Twitmeister. Yeah, I, I don't know why. The thing he can't handle is being made fun of, and that is what Obama is doing. He's making fun of him, but mm-hmm. being serious at the same time and having a ball doing it, by the way. <laughs> well, you know, he's not clever enough for a comeback. <laughs> no, he, 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 you know, I mean, no, you're 100% correct. That, that takes some level of smarts and, and, yeah. and uh, wit. You know, it's it's kind of like when our friend on Facebook said, you know, do you guys really think the Trumps are idiots? <laughs> I was like, are you serious? Like, do you? What, what, what kind of question is that? Can I have another softball, please? 
<laughs> you know, and I didn't even, what was the beauty of that was I didn't even have to justify it. Like, <laughs> he, he, he didn't ask me to prove it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is not difficult. Okay. Uh, there's other things here that we were going to discuss, but I don't know. Whatever ABV this is, um, it's taken its effect, especially since I did do pre-beer today, which I hadn't done one of those in a while. Seven-ish percent. I did a 7% pre-beer. Oh, yeah. So I'm, 14% I'm, I'm, then. I'm 14% right now. Yeah. And that's about how many of my, you know, synapses are firing. About 14% of them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I did, though, I, I did want to bring up uh, something uh, because this is this is something that drives me crazy. Um, it the last drives years, me crazy. The last, that's 1979, I think. Yeah, um, I think it is, too. Finding uh, Hannibal. Uh, now, that was after 79. No, way after. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that was my class song in 81. <laughs> no, uh, my, my class song, we were such a bunch of burnouts. My, my class song came down to either Dust in the Wind by Kansas, which is also, again, very inspiring for a, a group of uh, people coming out of high school, or uh, Stairway to Heaven. Oof. Like, 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 yeah. I, I mean, ha, ha, no, no connection to my class. Anyway, and that's what won. Of course, it I did. think my class song was "I the Tiger." <laughs> I'd rather which, have it heaven. I, well, which, which again, no relation to my class whatsoever. Uh, I, I mean, I, I guess it, it, it ought to be or, or be close to the year. Right, I mean, very close to the year, if not on the year, in in my opinion, and and maybe Dust of the Wind was out in '79. I don't think I think it was out earlier than that too. It was out earlier, certainly was. I hear keys. You'll know in a second. I'm googling it. Um, but anyway, I I came across on my uh, uh, Facebook memory post. Seventy-seven. Seventy-seven. Okay, I I came across something on my um, Facebook memory. Uh, post uh, today um, that I had shared two years ago about a lawsuit against uh, the Trump family for basically just doing a whole array of cons. Like it it wasn't a class action suit. There's somebody, there's a a group of people and and somebody uh, that that went by John Doe, but basically just accused the family of, you, you know, putting their name on everything to try and lure uh, you know, suckers in and take their money and um, uh, no intentions of ever delivering anything for them. And when I, when I saw this in my, in my timeline as a two-year memory, it, 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 it kind of brought up two things. One is just, again, think back over the last four years of all of the scandals. Like this was a scandal in 2018. And the lawsuit was filed 
right before the midterms because it was two years ago. And, you know, we can't, and, and part of what has made, you know, these last four years go by so slowly, and particularly 2020, Fred, to your point, is there's been such a barrage of shit that happens every single day. Yep, scandal uh, du jour. And we have forgotten about so many of those scandals and so many of those scandals that would, you know, kill a political career. Just one of them would for in, in normal times. So that is one of the things that occurred to me was this was just another example. But the other thing that sort of occurred to me is the media can't keep up. And what has happened to this lawsuit? Yeah, there's no way of knowing. Well, it, there actually is because I did a little searching and, um, you know, it's still in the courts. In fact, uh, in April of this year, um, uh, the Trumps, because it is against the family uh, and not the Trump organization, it is against the Trumps individually, um, they, they lost a court proceeding. They wanted it to go to arbitration, probably figuring it would be easier to settle if it was in arbitration. And the court didn't, court denied their, uh, their request to go to arbitration. And, uh, 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 Jane and Joe Doe or John Doe or whatever it is, um, uh, still get to proceed with their lawsuit of basically, um, uh, again, it's a civil lawsuit, um, you know, claiming that, uh, they're all a bunch of shysters. It's amazing how how long they can stretch this stuff out in the courts. That's how they beat most of their opponents. Yeah, they ju they just outlast them. Well, it, you, you know, there was the one that you know, the the story that's kind of you know making the circuit today about you know how he built Trump Tower Chicago and um, you know screwed a bunch of banks. And of course, the banks let them let themselves be screwed. But it's certainly an example of the way he does business. Um, but yeah, so it was, it was just amazing to me to, to, to think of it in those terms and then to look and say, okay. And there's still, there, there were motions filed up until last week. Um, I, I found a, like a, uh, some website that, um, where they just keep track of, of, of all the motions being filed on whatever, uh, uh, court case you want to put in. I, I know we're about to um, break for our second break. beer and all that, but I, I just something popped to mind last night that I saw on TV that I thought was pretty hilarious. Did you guys see the story of those two Republican hacks that had put out that robo call? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Because they had gotten away with so much crap in the past, they, they figured they would try it again. And it was a robocall. Basically, they, they were sending it into uh, predominantly minority and black neighborhoods. And, and it said that if you vote by mail, all your information is going to be put in a public record. And then they were going to share it with the um, police enforcement so they could come get you if you had any warrants and all that kind of stuff. Well, the the judge, well, what the heck's his name? He mm, doesn't matter. Yeah, it does because this guy he he's made some great decisions uh, against them. 
Anyways, he basically ordered them to do another robocall to each and every person that they sent the bad robocall to, and the judge wrote <laughs> what they had to say. The script of what they had to say. And they had to have it done by a certain point in time or they were going to get slapped contempt. with uh, contempt. Contempt, yes. Yeah. Sorry. You you blanked out there if you said it. I did not hear it. But I, I so thought that was great. <laughs> no, the computer blanked. I got it. I'm just kidding. You disappeared for that quick second when you said contempt and I didn't hear it. I have contempt for that. Yeah, well, I'm contemptuous. Yeah. But I but yeah, the, the judge that did that, I can't think of what his name is, but he's been involved in quite a few. I think he was involved with um, the Stone. No, Stone case was a woman. How about this, though? How about this, Fred? He tells him, you guys uh, uh, have to go and, and make this robocall, okay, straightening out the mess you did, and uh, then you get to go to jail for, you know, two years. And if you don't do it, then you go to jail for five years. That's what I would like to see. <laughs> yeah, I thought you know, that was that novelty wonderful. Novelty sense is like, you know, trying to fix your mistake well after the fact is, uh, you know, it, 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 it makes for good story. But, it, you know, to, to me, I'm hoping that there's uh, much worse consequences for, for those jerk-offs. Mm-hmm. Because what they did is, is, is you know, part of the most seriousness, seriousness of offenses. You, you heard the the call, right? Yeah. Yeah. They alleged you, all kinds of crazy things. And you, you could see why that would scare people. Because it sounds legitimate. I mean, especially to the, the target audience. So, yeah. I, I'm, I'm glad he spanked them. Didn't spank him hard enough. Uh, it's early. <laughs> well, let's check our Facebook timeline in two years and see how it all went down. Uh, all, all right. right. Let's talk about the beers. All right. I'm thirsty. Oh. Okay. What do you think? What's your final thoughts? Me or Nobs? Blado. Hey. It's it's probably a great beer. It's just not for me. I you know I, I started chugging it early, and and I still now have about a quarter of a pint left. I didn't finish mine either, and I and I have a buzz. <laughs> so you know, normally all those things together, and I had pizza for dinner, right? I mean, this thing should have been you know emptied a long time ago. I don't think it's for me, and I, I, I like IPAs, but I couldn't convince myself to finish it, so I'm going to take that as a not for me. Yeah, I got to go not for me. Dang. Well, <laughs> it, I, t- I tell you, it really fell off for me as well, but I, I'm going to go with at least a meh. Okay. Um, I did finish mine, but I tell you, it wasn't until maybe just a few minutes ago. Mm. All righty, then. He slammed that backwash. Yep. <laughs> All right. Let's head to the Trove and see what awaits us. So what you got there, Nobs, for our second offering of the evening? 
All right, beer number two coming at you. This is a Perrin Brewing Twilight Train. Uh, and once again, the label kind of stood out to me as it just has all these different beautiful you know, Pascal color landscape with a black train engine coming right at you. Uh, yeah, very cool label. Can. Really, yeah. really cool label. Um, 7%. And it says, all aboard the Twilight Train. This black IPA uses dark malts to give it a midnight color. They use a Citra, Cascade, and Amarillo hops. 7%, as like I said, and uh, I'm excited to try it. What do you think it means by it's part of their Side Hustle series? Uh, I don't know. I, I saw that, and I was kind of intrigued by it. Not intrigued enough to dig into it and find out for us, though, right? No, not not that much. No. Um, we've we've done a couple black IPAs, at least one mm-hmm. um, I know of, and I, I think we usually find them favorable. Usually. Yeah, I think so. Yep, I would agree. I was thinking the exact same thing. Ooh, this is this is dark. This is like stout. Um, Ooh, yes, it is. This is like IPA noir. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Ipa noir. Ipa noir. Ipa, Ipa noir. Noir. Mm. Mm. Wow, this does look like a stout. Uh, nice head. Yeah, buddy. That last beer left me hanging. This one delivered. There is, okay, maybe it's compared to the last beer. I, I don't know. But in the aroma and in the taste, it must be the hops they're using. But it's a strong cannabis uh, scent and taste to me. Like fresh buds. Hmm. I didn't pick up on that. So what I, that, that, that's the first thing that hit me. And, and sometimes fresh hops smell that way. They're related. They're in the same mm-hmm. family. Yep, we, we, have, we have discussed it. And that is what the first thing that I pick up. I don't get it so much in the aroma, but the first taste, I kind of get a little bit of that. Is there a little bit of coffee in there? Or chocolate? Dark chocolate? There, there's a little bit of chocolate. Uh, it finishes really clean. It it really does. I was just about to say that. Huh. Now, I had a, a difficult time finding this one, and I did get the uh, the, the four pack um, of the reactor, and I kind of wish it was the other way around <laughs> because because I I would easily drink six of these. So that kind of tells you where I'm at. Uh, it, it it could change by the end of segment, but I I'm, I'm pretty sure that this one doesn't take um, too much deliberating to know that this is a, a beer for me. Yeah, this one doesn't kick nearly as much up front as the reactor did, in my opinion, and finishes just as mellow and clean. So. Um, I, I, as an IPA, separating the black from it is a little—is it a little lacking for an IPA? 
I have a hard time calling this an IPA. That's kind of what I mean, which, you know. I was thinking the same thing. It doesn't taste like an IPA to me. No. I mean, it's, it's, it, it's, it's kind of like one of those hoppy porter kind of things, right? I, yeah. That's what I thought, too. It's kind of on a porterish family side there. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, I like it so far. I'm getting the aroma a little bit more, the cannabis thing. I keep looking for it. There it is. Yeah, it's it's, it's a dank train. That's what this is. Dank train. <laughs> on the board, on the dank train. <laughs> on the dank train. <laughs> I just, I love that finish though. Um, like how it just ends. There's no lingering aftertaste. I'm willing to bet that all the black IPAs we've tasted, we've liked. And again, I don't, this doesn't taste like an IPA at all to me, but I think it's. Which we may have said that about a previous black IPA. Maybe not all of them, but I I think we've had the same conversation. At least with one of them. That, you know, although good and for us, uh, still not quite what we think of as a dark brewed IPA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I um, just, just a note on, on Perrin. I had a difficult time um, uh, finding a wide selection of Perrin beers in my area. And I talked to both of the proprietors and they were like, yeah, they're not getting much Perrin. So I, I don't know whether it was a um, availability issue um, as much as was something that they weren't carrying. And, and I'm not, I'm not talking about the, uh, you know, this particular twilight train, um, but just in, in general, the, the parent selection of uh, two of my favorite establishments was really weak. And, and I asked them about it and they're like, yeah, we don't, we don't have much parent right now. Most of the parents that I've had either out at the bar or picked up at the store, I've liked, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of parent. They've been good to me. Yeah, no, they seem to make a quality brew. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. Yeah. And, and, and I will recommend this one to my brewer. So far, I like it. I like it that much so far. I, I think, yeah, so right now, I think this is a for me. What am I going to try some other side hustles, if you know what I mean? Did you look it up? No. No. Oh. He's still not that. You're still not that curious. <laughs> intrigued. Since we're talking about beer, just a side note. Oscar chimed in. A side hustle note. Yeah, Urban Artifact in Cincinnati is where the pickle ghosts came from. Ah. He said it showed up on an eight degrees Play-Doh feed. I have no idea what that is. Um. Yeah. Uh, Do you guys know what that is? Mm-mm. Mm. Eight degrees Plato feed, so eight that's, degrees Plato, and then yeah, all right, a, a, a beer thing. Probably him, <laughs> him and Gabby, since they have those little pins, maybe they're like double secret members of this cult society. Oh, are, are, do they collect tagabrews? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> you said the pins. 
I don't know. Um, so so Tagabrew, it, it started in Michigan, and it, it goes across a couple other states, but it's mainly a Michigan thing. And that is, um, you know, you can sign up. I don't know what sign up really entails, right, uh, as a drinker. But then you go to breweries that participate in the Tagabrew program, and they usually give you like 50 cents to a dollar off, and you get like a charm. Oh, and, okay. and so the idea is a tag. You get a tag. And so the idea is to go around to as many breweries as you can and collect as many tags. And it it's a pretty popular thing. And we had a lot of requests for it. Now, you know, a, a lot can mean like, you know, one, one a weekend, which would be 12. Right. But um, it, it just seems like it was it was a, it's a fairly popular thing in Michigan for the craft brewery enthusiast. Yeah. And uh, next year, our establishment will definitely be participating. Because mm-hmm. it's really simple. Like, it, they make the whole thing turnkey for you. Like, we don't have to do anything. We just have to sign up. I think we pay a small fee. They make the, 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 the charms or the tags. You know, every, everything else just sort of happens. Mm-hmm. Do you get to pick your charm? I don't remember if it's theirs or you can get your own custom one. I think if you're going to get your own custom one, you probably would make that yourself. Hmm. Uh, something like that. I don't know. It's cool. But it, but it does drive people to visit breweries. They, they do look for breweries that are participating uh, in a tag of brew program and road trip that way. Mm-hmm. That That's a given. Funny how, how the drinking mind works, eh? <laughs> Any excuse. That's all it is, right? right? Any excuse to go there versus going there. Like, the, oh, the, why, why go there when we can go here? And, you know, which one should we go to? Oh, that one's Tagabrew. Makes it easy. The new and hip thing to do. It, it might be very 2019 by the time we get on board. <laughs> Speaking of 2019... Uh, 2019 is when the side hustle started for Perrin. Ah. It was a experimental lineup meant to inspire creativity. Okay. So That's they it. Bas- yeah, they basically created a bunch of weird different brews, and they've been releasing them since February 2019. I mean, here's the catch. If they release them in a small batch... Like if they made it difficult for them to get, right? If they're releasing them in the same quantity that they, you know, have all of their beers, whatever, then it doesn't really make it all that special. Yeah, you want limited editions, what you're saying. Uh, otherwise, is it really a side hustle or is it just part of your hustle? But, you know, I don't, I don't mind the marketing. Yeah. Merchandising. Um, uh, good old space balls. Yeah, movie. <laughs> Smoke if you got them. <laughs> um, I'm surrounded by assholes. <laughs> <laughs> We've been jammed. All right, I'm a mog. I'm my own best friend. <laughs> that should be our culture piece, space balls. The movie. 
Spaceballs, the lunchbox. <laughs> I was going to be a mog for Halloween. This year? Yeah. Oh. And what happened? <laughs> Trump virus. <laughs> Actually, I, I, I see more knobs as being a, a, a mog. I think you'd make an excellent mog. I'm not sure how to take that. <laughs> Only in the most endearing way, friend. Uh-huh. Uh, but there is no Halloween. Is there Halloween this year? I don't know. We're a few days away. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. Well, I checked around with like some of my neighbors to see if they had... Because I live in a condo association. And I asked them... Is it been canceled? Blah, blah, blah. And, and you know what they said? Kids don't come here anyway, so it really doesn't matter. So it's a, it's, it's a non-issue, I guess, here. Well, but it, it, it's still an issue in your personal life, Fred. Yeah, yeah. Because you normally have a very nice Halloween soiree at your place. How many years in a row? What are we talking? What 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 are we breaking tradition over here? I think it'll be twenty-four. Fuck! See, I wouldn't even thought that many. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, no, whatever the number is. Well, half pint was half pint, right? Halloween. So (laughs) we started having birthday parties from year one. And she's turning 26 this year, but you got to do your ciphering, you know, not take your not, cipher this, subtract that. It's 24. Yeah, it sucks. So 24, 24 straight years, you've had Halloween slash birthday party. Uh, it's, it's usually included actual trick-or-treating in, in, in your neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 then the the party afterwards. Yep, yep. Yeah, weather dependent didn't matter much. Uh, you know, it 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 it's been uh all, all kinds of weather, so that was never a reason not to have it. Indoors, outdoors, all of the above. Um, but you know, they're they're having Halloween in New Zealand. <laughs> they're having Halloween in Sweden, probably. Although maybe they shouldn't be. But not France or Germany. Um, they just shut down again. Yeah, I saw I saw France was was shutting down again. Yeah. Um, and it's it's interesting to see kind of what different cities are doing, and then also as a parent, like what would you do? Like we we, you know, we're not faced with that, right? We we don't have kids of of, of Halloween age, um, but you know, you could be really stuck in that in that tough spot of a parent that you're not you're not doing Halloween, right? You you would think that there would be some kind of decree put out that a it's canceled or b it's not but i watch a lot of news on the tv and i haven't seen anything local have you guys it's the the most unofficial official holiday there is 
Don't you think? In general terms? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought that was Arbor Day. No, that's an official holiday. That's the most official, unofficial. This is the most unofficial official. Oh, okay. I got a flip. <laughs> and, and and I said exactly what I wanted to. Don't okay. Don't don't ask me to explain further than that. But I got it right. <laughs> He's at twenty one percent too. I won't ask you to mansplain. <laughs> mm. But I mean, that's why that's why there is no decree. It's not a national holiday, and you know, different cities cities really don't even talk about Halloween as a holiday very much. It, if anything, it usually comes down to things like subdivisions and suburbs and, you know, neighborhoods. The other night I, I was out taking a scoot and um, I ran across uh, people doing trunk or treat over at a, at a bar of all places. See, I would have figured that would also have been canceled because I get the whole trunk or treat thing. And, you know, I'm glad I didn't have to go through it as a kid, but I get it. But that's not any more COVID safe than going door to door. No, it wasn't. Here I'm zipping along on the scooter, the e-scooter. And uh, I look over and there's a, there's this bar called Freddy's that's pretty close to us. Oh, yeah. I know the place. Yeah. Yeah. And these people were all lined up in Freddy's parking lot, this bar, this rock and roll bar. And they were doing trunk or treat. And they, the cars were right next to each other. There was, it did not look like social distancing to me. Well, I mean, kind of think about it for a second. What is what is really wrong with the trick or treating aspect as it relates to COVID? True, because they're all wearing masks. Is it? I mean, what if you just that was what, a joke? No, I, I yeah. <laughs> you stole my joke. <laughs> Another one of those you've been saving up a week for, Nobs? <laughs> yeah. Weeks. Weeks. <laughs> Finish uh, your thought. Like, what if... Okay, it's, it's... It's very difficult to get COVID from a surface of a, of a thing. It's possible, but that's not really how it's transmitted, right? I mean, we... I don't know about you, Fred, but you know we've we've stopped wiping down our groceries. Yeah, we stopped that a long time ago. A long time ago, and maybe we shouldn't have. Maybe this is all part of the reason that they're spiking. I, you know. So 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 maybe you know trick or treating can happen if people just put their candy out in front and you're not opening the door. And, you know, you know, shooting your spittle all over the little ones. Did you see those memes on Facebook where people were like putting uh, PVC, like three, four inch diameter PVC <laughs> piping along their yeah. stair, their stair rails? Yep, I've seen those. <laughs> so the kid would just put their bag at the end of it and <laughs> come out the chute. Why not? That, that works. <laughs> just put a candy at the top. It slides down right into their bag. Done deal. You got to be more than one. Well, whatever it is, I don't know. I don't pass out candy. Well, I was I was just about ready to ask. Not, not how, how long? How, how long have you been at your place? Um, year and a half, just over. Okay, so you've had one Halloween there. Yes. 
Were you home? No. I was at Fred's. You, you turned the porch light off. And, oh, yeah. Uh, my, porch light, my porch light was off, and I, I, w- I was out of town. Do you think you get many trick-or-treaters? No, I don't think in my area I would. There's a lot of older folks here, not a lot of kids. Yeah, we, we there's a lot of there's a ton of kids in our neighborhood. We just don't get very many of them. <laughs> oh, the reputation! <laughs> no, it's it's we're 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 two houses away from the busy street, and I think they just go south of us into the subdivision more. Hmm. You know what I mean? They they don't come up this way towards the busy street. They're like you know the so it, it's it's. Because you'll even see them. They'll like they'll like get to the other corner and then turn around. And you know, I'll be like, "Hey, wait, Andy, right there." You know. Well, if you quit giving out nickels. <laughs> uh, they love the nickels, you know. No, no they no, don't. No. And toothbrushes. I get toothbrushes too. <laughs> well, actually, isn't there like a coin shortage going on right now? So maybe nickels are valuable. <laughs> They're rare. <laughs> I think pennies are worth more than a penny right now. <laughs> I hate change. Uh, what do you do with it? I wish this, they this is a whole other culture topic here. What All right. Do? We definitely need to talk about that. Yeah. Okay. I think they should just round up or round down. Jeez. It's not going to break anyone either way. Right? Uh, well, n- no. Like I the mean, nearest whole dollar? Yeah. Or down, you know. Yeah, I think that would hurt people. No, I think that would hurt people, Fred. I think everything should be but, but sold running as oh, is so you're to basing the this dollar, on tax included. You're basing this on office space, right? No. <laughs> Let me check my flair. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I think getting getting rid of all changes is quite extreme. Yes. I think that's a radical, progressive, socialist, communistic view. Okay. Fred I think getting, is the radical left. I think getting rid of pennies is a good idea. Okay. Yeah. And you can even convince me that nickels suck too, that we should go to dimes. However, if we were going to do that, then I would say let's change the size of a dime to a nickel. So then for, we would have dimes and quarters, and then that would be it. But we wouldn't really need a quarter if you didn't have nickels. <laughs> Speaking of quarters, <laughs> knobs. How about how about dimes and fifty cent pieces, and then that's it. What dollar pieces? No, we don't, dollar pieces suck. We've tried about, that twice. What about toonies? Uh, they're Looney, cool. Loonies they're and cool. toonies. Hey, knobs. Cool. Fred, what's two bits? Two bits. What's two bits? One. What is it though? It's equivalent to a quarter, but what is it? What are you talking about? It's an archaic term from uh, uh, colonial days. There's a case quarter and there's two bits. But they're equal to a quarter. Case quarter is the quarter on its own, but two bits is two dimes and a nickel. Am I blowing you away or something? There's yep, no- I have no clue what you're talking about. 
it's true. Uh, yeah. See, you talk bits and I think binary. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking different languages. Uh, I can remember my grandpa. You want two bits? <laughs> and I knew what he meant because I cared. You obviously don't care. So you think of your grandpa and then you start addressing me. Well, only because you're our millennial I, I, or whatever I, you are. I could be wrong, Fred, but I, 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 and I don't want to break it to you, but I think your grandpa made that up. Take it back. Now whose mind is blown? Take it back. Look it up. I, I am, and I know that it's equivalent to a quarter, but it has nothing to do with two dimes and a nickel. <laughs> well, it it goes two, back way beyond that. Yeah, but the two the two bits were meant that the quarter was broken up into multiple coins, where a case quarter was a single quarter. What's this got to do with Halloween? Why did you bring us into this territory? Okay. Okay, in in, in um in Wikipedia, okay, a bit and two bits have they 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 don't ever use the word a dime and a nickel. Two dimes. No, they don't ever use the word a dime or oh, even oh, two dimes. Sorry, that's what I'm sorry. saying. Hold on, I, I'll I'll do a search for the word dime. Um. Uh, okay, because there was no one bit coin, a dime was sometimes called a short bit. <laughs> the plot thickens. <laughs> so, so you get a dime was a short bit, right? All right. The nearest coin to it is a dime, which is short by a fifth. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but this, this they're talking about it in terms of. 1794. <laughs> My grandpa was really old. I feel like our audience is just captivated right now. He, <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm glad that he defined two bits as two dimes and a, and a nickel for, for you. And, and that's a really sweet story. But <laughs> that is Fred Lore. Mm. But as you said, what's it got to do with Halloween? Although now I'm tempted to give some some kid two times and a nickel. Say, Here's my two bits. <laughs> no, no, the whole point, the whole point is what is happening with Halloween this year, right? I mean, is it going to be all over the place? You I know, wonder if are we going to get kids? Are we not going to get kids? We're, you know, we're, we're we're planning on handing out candy at the brewery. People tell us in normal years, people would come to the brewery for candy. I bet you they will this year. I think that's a safe bet. I give them two pints. If <laughs> <laughs> uh, if. If, if if we had kids, would we take them out trick-or-treating? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I don't want to get the crud. I think a lot of that just depends on your local area, too. How so? Yeah, right. Well, different 
areas of the state have different outbreaks right now. So like my area is going way up. Maybe not such a good idea. But if your area, the numbers were still tolerable, go out. Yeah, but then doesn't that make the numbers go up? Like isn't the the the, the reason the numbers are going up and I'm, you know, not Dr. Fauci here, right? The areas that the re, the, the area in which numbers are going up are probably those areas that felt like okay, we can be lackadaisical on the precautions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you so you don't you don't go out, so you keep the numbers down. I, I hey, you know, just like everything COVID, I have no idea. Yeah. I I, I mean I, I still think that you know by and large you just do what you can do. You just you know you you you, you try and figure out what's best and safest for you but still try and carry on some some semblance of life and be considerate of others and you know hey guess what i heard uh, Mel- doc- melania is giving out hydroxychloroquine <laughs> at the white house for halloween <laughs> hey fred uh, yeah i heard melania has a very nice cage cage some of the Borat reference. Oh, oh! <laughs> I I heard that Melania. Yes, she does. I, I heard that Melania doesn't even have Melania. Yeah, that's a fake, right? Could be the body double. Now that's a conspiracy theory. Well, yeah, be, because of her the nagging cough. She's probably got lung scars. <laughs> a little well, finally- bleach though will take care of that. She finally showed herself like yesterday, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. What a horrible creature! You know, a, f- a first lady not doing any campaigning until less than a week before the election. And I know this is the culture segment, but seriously, come on. Well, okay, so why do you think that is? Because, like, there's—I don't think she wants Trump to win, but I also don't think she's a good person. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you know what I mean? She she's she's not doing it to hurt her husband's chances, which would be great, right? By you know not getting out there, uh, and it would be great if she came out and said, "Please don't vote for this," you know, you know, vile pedophile. Well, I think her jacket when she went down to the border says it all. I really don't care. Do you? You know uh, what this is? This is like this is like Green Acres. Oliver. I would have made it for a great Halloween costume. It's the place you want to be. Oliver dragged her off to the farm, and she didn't want to leave. And New she York. wasn't a nice person. Right, right. She was a bitch. In that show, she was an absolute bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oliver! <laughs> Green Acres. It's the place. I think we've hit our quota of impersonations on this show. (laughs) I got a million of them. Mm. But we have a quote of like two, and I think we surpassed it. I think we I think we've probably done like six. So let's get out of here. Yeah, I'm ready. 
Happy Halloween, everybody, and uh, get out and vote. vote Do not vote, let the vote. suppression bastards get you down. Get out and vote. Hey. Show them they're wrong. What? Uh, before we sign off, I do want to share something uh, that I and Pop-Tart did, uh, I think it was last night. Uh, we mailed oh, in our ballots. Uh, TMI. You mailed them? Hold on. We, we put our ballots in the mail, snail mail, back on September 24th and September 27th. I have so much more information. It probably would change my vote now. I didn't know about the laptop. <laughs> uh but you can go on to some Michigan site. I, you know, just Google whatever you got to Google. And um, our slash vote. And our ballots have been received and they are in the queue to be counted. Yep. Did it give you a date when they got there? It might have. I think it does. Yeah. It, it, it goes might've. through and it has a list of like. Yeah. Like it was like October 8th or something. Been, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. So, so it was, and it, it was interesting because. She she mailed hers three days before I mailed mine, and yet they were received only a day apart. Yeah. You know. And then uh, yesterday or the day before, I got a text um, from Peanut, and she was like, oh, hey, I voted. Are you proud? And I said, of course. And I said, <laughs> but then I had to ask her a ton of questions, like, how did you vote? What did you do? What would you do with your ballot? Did anyone follow you or videotape you? Um, uh, but but she she dropped it off at uh, some county clerk's office. Our county clerk has, or the, has the Trump virus. So they closed the office for a week. Uh, but there's a drop box out front, right? Yes, yes. There's plenty, actually where i live unlike texas yep not like texas not like texas you have four billion people in a county and you need one drop box so have we all voted no what? you have not voted yet friend oh yeah oh that's I, right you're I, on the day of aren't you i requested a mail-in ballot and then i decided i didn't trust the mail so we're going to drop them. Well, then we were going to surrender our mail-ins and go to the poll on Tuesday. And then I thought, well, what if that turns into 10 hours of hanging around, which I don't really want to do. And I don't want to get shot by some mouth breather. So we're going to go Monday and take them to the clerk's office as a family. That's our plan. So wholesome. Yeah. And, uh, Nobs, what did you do? Uh, I hand-delivered mine to my uh, clerk. Is that just, like, down the hall? <laughs> uh, no. This is um, my township clerk, so I had to drive three miles. Ah. Uh, no, there's a lovely barbecue place not too far from it, so I went there and got barbecue. Yes. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the, that is the true time. American way. Nice. Yes. You vote, have barbecue. And I should have shot some guns the same day, but I didn't. <laughs> that's that's the American trifecta right there. Uh, have you tracked to see if your vote is ready to be counted? Yep. Been received? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mi.gov slash vote. Uh-huh. 
when I drop it off at the clerks, I'm taking a picture of them taking it out of my hand. <laughs> I don't trust anybody. My vote is going to count. Until the Supreme Court says otherwise. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. It's true. We can't have them all count. So, uh, all right. We were almost right. out of here. I dragged us back in. Let's get out of here again. All right, you guys. Have a great right. night. Bottoms up. Bottoms, Bottoms up. up. Go vote. Go vote. Go vote. Most important thing ever. Out. Out. Politics. Some culture and craft beer. Politics. And that is why you are here. Politics. I don't